you know, it was just very, very slow, you know, very, very slow. We, we had used my Discover card to buy the equipment that we needed, and that was the one and only card that was ever used. Right. Well, she went up to Columbus to get yeah. two pieces of equipment, and she called and said, Sonny, it's time to it's, open. It's, yeah, it's done. Because of the expensive yeah, the equipment was. It was. Oh, yeah, it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Appalachian Startup, stories of new ideas that eventually became thriving businesses in areas that most would consider a bad investment. I am J.D. Belcher, and I started this podcast because I took the same path as a lot of these folks. I'm a former coal miner, and now I make films through my own production company called JJN Multimedia. I wanted to hear others speak of their journey to not only give new beginners hope, but to help me grow as a fellow entrepreneur. In this first episode, you will be introduced to Sonny and Sherry Knight. Sonny grew up in West Virginia and met Sherry in California. They decided to sell their house and return to West Virginia to cook hot dogs. Now, let me clarify first that these aren't your ordinary hot dogs. One is called the Home Wrecker. It's 15 inches long, a one-pound all-beef wiener, uh, smothered in toppings, and if you eat it all within 12 minutes, you get a free T-shirt. From 1999 on, Hillbilly Hot Dogs was born, and they were so successful that the hit show Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy Fieri actually stopped by for a visit. Since opening, they have grown to be a national favorite of many across the United States who have traveled countless hours just to eat one of their hot dogs. Oh, yeah, and when they first started, they were told by those in the business community that, quote, it'll never work. It's been a slow progress. Mm-hmm. It's It was perfect, and we didn't know then that it was the perfect deal for us. Mm-hmm. And, they're you know... Because of two of us here, we couldn't have handled too much more that would come in. And, in the uh, beginning, that's true. Yeah. Because we had no idea what we were doing. Right. And it was like someone came up and they wanted a sandwich. It'd be like, if you showed up at my home, I'd make you a sandwich, right? right? So that's easy. You want a hot dog? I'll make you a hot dog. <laughs> but, I, but trying to convince people to try an egg dog, and they'd be like, an egg dog? That's what you like eggs, right? Oh, yeah, I love eggs. Well, you like a hot dog? Oh, yeah, I love it. Then you're going to love it. And if you don't, I'll make you something else. Right. And we'll go back to the original deal, but try some of these creative ones, the pizza dog, the egg dog, the taco dog. And and we once we convinced people to try that, then we were on our way. And it, it was a slow process, like Sonny said. So would you call it like gourmet hot dogs, or what would you call it? Thinking outside the box kind of hot dogs. Right. Because if you don't have a lot and you look in your cupboards and you're trying to make a meal for your children and you just see well I got a box of macaroni and cheese or I've got a you know some stale chips or you know a half jar of pizza sauce or something and you throw it all together and think outside of that box and make it happen you're going to feed your family yeah and that's really how it well, all came into play hillbilly dogs too because it's hillbilly. you know the old you know we grew up with very little. So you guys didn't have any business experience before this? Oh, yeah, but not in the retail restaurant business. Sonny was, go ahead. I was in the car wash business in Texas mm-hmm. and in California. And in fact, that's where I met her in California. Mm-hmm. And met her, I seen the back, you know, she was standing 
out of the front waiting to get all my guys to wipe her car down. And I looked through the windows and I said, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, right. And so uh, I went out to talk with her and uh, I thought, hey. And she had plenty of money because she spent $20 on a car wash. Right. <laughs> so she was okay in my business. <laughs> yeah. So she kept coming in, and it was $20 every time she came in. Yeah. And gas and everything else. So, um, uh, <clears throat> but it was, a, it, it was a good meet okay. for the two of us. And she was hey, totally. You. We got so what is that while we're on that? That's their, their sound system to call people because if they're out upon the deck or the porch up above or mm -hmm. they're outside throughout the entire property, you'll be able to hear your name call when your food is ready. That's awesome. And quite a property you have here. How did you collect all of this stuff? Did you just scrap or w what was it? Sunny. Sunny. <laughs> it's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the problem. No, I just, I just want you to know that you can drive down the road and he can see. Okay, I would never see this, but he can see a handle from an old shovel sitting out in the dirt, right. and he'll come to a stop and go, knock, 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 hello, do you, do you want that shovel out there? I'll dig it up for you and take it. Oh, yeah, please, Sonny, take it, take it. Dad, when I, growing up, he loved to, to go to auctions and and uh, all that, and, and I went with him and loved it. So I had it in my blood when I was 10 years old. His whole family has it in their blood. Right, right. <laughs> so um, and uh, so I went up behind the house and took some of the stuff off of the, mm -hmm. the walls and brought them down, and, and I started telling our locals, you know, that come in, which is about the only ones, very seldom we got anybody else, that, uh, hey, you bring us something? Anything rusty, and you know, I'll trade it for a hot dog. How many years did it take to put all these autographs on the on the bus? Like, I I, I don't know if I asked you, but when did you guys first open? What year September was September 6, 1999. 1999. And we have gutted both buses twice now and painted, which is kind of sad because someone people come in and they'll go, I know it was here. I know we signed right here. And, right. you know, are they, and, and it's gone because we have to, you know, we just, you know, just maintenance and cleaning and everything we do. We, do. we don't have room for any more buses. <laughs> she won't, Your bus she won't full. let me have another bus. Parking lot's full. It is. Although our daughter-in-law would love to have another one because she says we just we've run out of room. Right. We need another one. So talk about that. Like, what's your usual week look like? Do you have a off season or how does it work? Well, we mark our season October fifteenth is about when everything starts to you know taper off because we lose all of our motorcycle riders. We use lose a lot of elderly because they go south, mm -hmm. uh, so that affects us. Um, we still have enough, obviously, to stay open during the winter. But then come April 15th, that starts our season, and, and we're in full swing. I mean, it's... Right away. It, yeah, it really it kicks in, and which is truly a blessing. How long did it take to take off after 1999? Was it pretty quick? Did the word spread on how good the hot dogs were? Or what was it that, you know, it's, it's more than hot dogs. I mean, it's an experience. Once that the people, the locals and everyone found out that we weren't, you know, we were really cooking. We were actually cooking. It wasn't just opening a can of something and dumping it into a pan. We were cooking and we didn't have the money for advertising. We did not have it. It was not in our budget. So 
our words were word of mouth and people would say, no, you need to stop there. And other people, even today, we get brand new people that live here in West Virginia, go by us every single day. Mm -hmm. And they say, I, no, I swore I was never, ever gonna stop. No, I am not eating. I'm not eating where they have a toilet seat sitting out in front. I am not gonna do it. And and we said, well, we kept the light on for you. We knew eventually you'd get here, but so it took you 15 years or it took you 18 years, that's okay. But once we get them in, then it's our job to do everything we possibly can to keep them as a customer. And that's what we do. And we try and greet as our as our employees will show you. We try and greet you as if you were coming to our home. So if you did, trust me, I would feed you for sure. And I would make you feel comfortable. Right. And that's sometimes we'll go home and there's about a dozen families up there just eating our <laughs> <laughs> just no. never stops. We you you ask about the, the how did it grow, the growth. Uh, it was probably seven when that when guy was here. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. We were doing it was just a gradual incline yeah. every day, every week, every month, and uh, whenever that hit. Prior to that, you know, we were doing good. Had a couple of employees working by that time, mm -hmm. and then uh, after guy come, we just tripled, right. doubled, tripled, and it just kept growing from there. How did they find you? And and tell me the show name again. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Guy Fieri. With Guy Fieri. And, Fieri. and yeah, I Fieri. can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. That's okay. <laughs> <I'll try. laughs> okay. He can't do it either. He can't, he can't yeah. do it either. But yeah. Guy Fieri. And um, they told us it was our customer base, and they had been inundated. Um, David Page, who was the production um, crew on that time, mm -hmm. he said that they had been inundated with emails, letters, and faxes about us. Mm -hmm. And... So, because when they called, they talked to Sonny the first time, and then they called back to talk to me about recipes, and which I didn't want to, I didn't want to give out. I was like, you know, are you really the Food Network? Are you really? Is this for yeah. real? So it was like a vetting process. Yeah, it was a mm -hmm. complete vetting process. And anyway, I just said, well, you know, they said, well, we we don't know what we're going to do yet, but we'll get back with you. And I said, you know, if you never do, I just want you to know I'm really honored to have this conversation because right. I mean, come on, that got it right yeah. there. Yeah, I was really honored. and Well, your personality, too. I mean, I'm sure they got to take that in as a factor. Like, you can make amazing hot dogs, but if you're, you know, if you don't have much of a personality, they don't want to film you. So, you guys are really warm and welcoming. I mean, this is the first you. time we've met. Thank so, you. I mean, you can really tell that you guys, this is your life's work. Okay, day one. Did you get a loan? Did you have, you know, did you stay out of debt, you know, from the start or what? Like, what would, what was that process on how you got this going? Well, I sold my home in California, moved here, and she he, sold it to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she wouldn't sell it to me. <laughs> I couldn't afford 1999. Right. And so we really put everything into it, and we, we from the very beginning, it was. We are not going to go into any debt on anything. If we can't, at the end of the day, if we can't buy the, the two by four or whatever, whatever, whatever he needed, then it wasn't going to be bought. So, and when the the product arrived, whether it's from Logan's or from um, our our food people, it, we paid. We paid as we went. We never ever ever did anything. The funny story is. Someone said, why don't you go for an SBA loan? You, I'm sure you could get one, and then you don't have to worry about all that. And I said, oh, so we called, okay? Yeah. And the lady said, you know, I want to meet you too. 
So when we got into her office, she said, you know, your names are just too cute, really, Sonny and Sherry, really. <laughs> and I said, well, that's really our names. And they, she says, okay, so what do you want to do? And I said, well, we want to do this, build this little 12 by 16 hot dog stand and sell hot dogs on the side of the road. Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, it'll never work. Now, I'm telling you, I'm sitting there, and I'm feeling, now I'm 42, okay, at that time, 42 years old. And I'm feeling like I'm 21, finishing college, and you're telling me I can't? I'm hearing that out of your mouth, I can't? That'll never work. And I could feel the burning up my spine. And I sat back and she said, well, you know, you are a female, we could probably do something, but we definitely can't, nothing here with the, the male, but you something, but I'm sorry, there's just really nothing for a hot dog stand for you. And I mean, the burn went right up to my, to my head. And I thanked her, and I. She says, "Well, you know, good luck to you, but you know, it's not going to work." Yeah. So we walked out of there, and I said, "There's nobody going to tell me something isn't going to work." I'm just glad I'm 42 and not a 21 year old out of college. And so here we are now. Uh, in all fairness to her, we have become very good friends, and she has said, <laughs> "She has said to me, thank God you didn't listen to me.'" Right. And so we did. We had to use our own money, and we did it. We did. I love that so much because you hear that. All across Appalachia, entrepreneurs that have amazing ideas that have the worst time getting capital. The years before the show, were you profitable pretty much from the start or did you have a lot of overhead or uh, did you have a lot that you were trying to pay back, you know, from selling your house and stuff like that? Like how long did it take to be profitable before the show? I would think about the fifth year mark only because... You know, it was just very, very slow. You know, very, very slow. We we had used my Discover card to buy the equipment that we needed, and that was the one and only card that was ever used. Right. Well, so, she went to Columbus to get yeah. two pieces of equipment, and she called and said, Sonny, it's time to it's, open. It's Yeah, it's done. Because of the... Expensive. Yeah. The equipment was. It was. Oh, yeah, it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. So we were originally going to be Hillbilly Hamburgers, and we secured the name with Secretary of State. But um, then we found out we had to have a hood, and that was another six thousand dollars to do a hood. Yeah. And we were like, uh, "We'll hold off on that one." So, what was that process of figuring out? You know, being a restaurant and having to have certain standards as far as your equipment goes, was that a lear- learning process too? Yeah, because you get with your people. You know, you get you get with the city people. Not the City of Huntington, you get with the health department, find out what they want. They're going to come in and they're going to make sure, you know, like originally, uh, Keith, love him dearly, but he would come in here and say, okay, well, you have to, you know, you got to change these walls in the bus because they have to be white so you can wipe them down. We wanted to know ahead of time. Yeah, we wanted to know everything ahead of time. Before we, we did anything, we wanted to hear it from them, just what right. you expect. Every single department that we had to, anything, and there's a list. If you go down to the to the um, Chamber of Commerce or any place you want to do business, they'll give you a list of d- different departments you got to check in with. So we had all that. and and uh, But, you know, Keith said, we're going to have to, you know, change these walls. And I said, Keith, we don't have money for that. And we're not cooking out here. This bus originally sat by itself, was not connected to our weenie stand. So it was just by itself. And I said, what is it, is, what's the difference between this and a picnic table? Mm-hmm. I mean, why do I have to do that? And, and so anyway, I said, okay, if you're going to write us up for it, Go ahead, write us up. But I'm going to post our health thing for everybody to see. So I want them to know that whatever you mark, if it's a bus, they can come in here and do whatever they want to do and check it out. But it's got nothing to do with my food. 
or the cleanliness of the kitchen. So that was really, really important to us. And we did, and nobody did it back then. Yeah. You know, nobody put, you know, you got an A or B or whatever in your health, but we always posted ours because of just the aesthetics of outside and it being so questionable with so many people that we wanted to be out there with it. So here's- Diana, we got you ready, Diana. And that's a good point. Um, do you think it was just such an out there idea that wasn't done a lot around here? He was just like, well, I got to write up something because, you know, this just hasn't been done before. Right. It could be that or and I really don't think they expected us to make it. Right. Because Buddy Logan, as soon as we, we went and introduced ourselves, we're going to buy hot dogs from you. We want all beef. Nobody was buying all beef. We were. Okay. I love all beef. Yeah. We are all beef and have been from day one. And we've also used um, canola oil from day one before anybody thing talked about trans fats and all that. Stuff. We did. That's probably the Californian in me. He wanted to save the He wanted to save the money. Try to save the money on this. And hey, how many McDonald's use it? I mean, it tastes okay. But I was like, no, I wanted, if I'm going to eat it, it's got to be good. So it was all top shelf. But we introduced ourselves, and Buddy Logan says, as we walked out the door, he said, ah, I'd give him a month. All right, maybe two months. So they were all <laughs> taking right. bets on us. So when the when Sonny wanted the home wrecker made, we went to Buddy Logan and he said, "Oh, sorry, it's no, nobody's going to want that." And I said, "Can you just do it? Just make it. Sonny wants it. Just make it for him. Make it happen." And he's like, "It'll be a novelty. It won't last." And I said, "Just make it." Well, to this day, they have trouble keeping up with our volume on those home wreckers. Right. So the home wrecker. Okay. What made this come about? I know, like, there's a movie called The Great Outdoors or something that they have this big steak that if you eat it, you get a T-shirt. Did you get inspired, you know, from anything in that way or what happened? I, I, no, I, I wasn't inspired by anybody. It's, we wanted <clears throat> something different. He you wanted know. to have the wow effect. Something. The wow, you wow. come in there and just, you know, you, you talk to people out there. If there's 20 people out there, 19 of them has heard about the homemaker and maybe one or two of them has eaten one. Right. So it's it's then it's perfection with the food which she's pretty much taken care of but they they love the food but we can't add 10 20 cents each on the hot dog every day just to to make our money. We had to do something else so something unique and we've come up with uh, the homemaker. And tell me what the homewrecker is. So for someone who may not know, I, and I want to hear it from you. Like I could describe it, but I think you would do the best in describing what exactly it is. Well, if, if you were standing there and we were, we were talking about that, about that, I'd say, well, it's 15 inches long. She would say long, right. <laughs> 15 inches long. It's two inches diameter, all solid beef. And <clears throat> when I'm saying this, I'm, talking to you as a customer and you're visualizing this you know big hot dog and it's all beef because there's no nobody there's one outfit that uses beef in their dogs and uh, nobody else does it and they've been here forever right. um so um and i said yeah it's it's two inches thick 15 inches long and it's you know the bun and etc and then and i said and then we put sherry makes the the sauce every day homemade hot dog sauce and it was hot dog sauce it wasn't just sauce or whatever because uh, they understand locals understands uh, just the well some say chili sauce some say chili some say sauce right. so, you know so we just throw it together chili sauce yeah that works <laughs> and that's what it was so 
And so by going with that, and then it was, okay, now we're going to dress it. We have the buns made by Brunetti's, which is the Italian bakery, another family-owned business in Huntington. And they made the bun. We had to keep it really light so it's not anything that overpowers like your regular hot dog. We wanted the same recipe that our hot dogs are made with because if you come in and you don't want the home record that's 15 inches, but you want to have a six inch with all those toppings, you don't want the flavor to change, which is really important. You got to stay consistent. And so, uh, so they agreed and, and he came into our, when we had Huntington, he came into the store and he had a frozen prototype and kind of threw it down on the table and it kind of bounced. And so my brother was there and he looked at it and goes, dang, that looks like a home record. And we went, that's the name. That's great. We got the name. So then it was, we, we figured, why not put every condiment we have on top of it? Give it a little bit of a kick so it's got a little habanero on there. And um, the jalapenos and our sauce and mustard, coleslaw, uh, lettuce and tomatoes, shredded cheese. So just enough that the flavors really bounce. And so you enjoy it. So if you don't take the, the challenge, you can still order it and, and enjoy it. Right. You know, and... Where do you get the, are they, I imagine they're custom ordered wieners. Where do, where do they come from? From Logan's. Really? Yeah. So, made- so all your products are local? Yes. Everything is local. That's amazing. It is wonderful. And he had to build, had the machine, he had to have it built <laughs> to do that. Did you front the bill for that? Or was he like, you know, guarantee me 20 years of home records and I'll build this thing. He did not think, I mean, he really did. He thought it was a novelty. It's not going to last year. It's just not going to last. And I said, okay, just humor him. Just humor him. And they did. And now, like I say. And what happens if you finish it? You get a free shirt. Awesome. Our current time. You have to pay for it? Yeah, you got to pay for it. Okay. Not the shirt if you okay. eat it in, in the 12-minute time. Sure. Our current okay. record is 2 minutes and 34 seconds. And if you beat that time, you're going to get your money back and the shirt. Fantastic. And you need one one day if you try. It looks like that you probably could, but if once you start getting into it, you know, it's like, oh, God. How many calories? <laughs> Let well, it we, out there. We, we don't know. <laughs> we, we, didn't we are go into not. That. Thank goodness we aren't governed under that rule. We didn't want. We didn't even want to know. No, because nobody would. I don't think it. anyone wants to know. That that's fantastic. How many people have finished? Do you know how many or we, hundreds? We I would say hundreds. Yeah, but there's a lot more that do not finish. He didn't finish it. it was the weenie man did not finish it. Right. It's you a, only tried once. No, I tried uh, several times. Really? And I couldn't, it would get to hear something about this. It just wouldn't, nothing else. And it just wouldn't, I couldn't even pop my arms. Yeah, yeah. Well, habaneros being on it, I mean, that's a a lot to handle, you know? Yes, it is. (laughs) Well, whenever whenever he brought that hot dog in, you know, the frozen, he put it on, you know, he threw it and it kind of went across the table and everything and it slid. And it was that was the only thing to talk about for at least an hour there, right. and every time somebody come in, so I took the the frozen one and froze another one, so I, so I could have it in my pockets, right? You know, and I could go out and you know these little old ladies. Let me tell you, they yeah they're churchgoers and everything, but let me tell you, they just had a ball <laughs> talking about this. Well, Harmon, do you need me? You know, just and it was, but when I'd pull them out, I said. You know, one of them was Herman, and I'd pull the other one out. I said, "Okay, no, who's he?" <laughs> right, right. Just, just, and then all the whole place and just, it just cracked everybody up. 
Because once they see it, it's it's you you cannot. I mean, people right. that call and they or they've seen the picture of it and they're like, oh yeah, I can do this. I, I get. But when it and then you get here and you're like, I don't know, man. I know. Do you time them like you oh, yeah. start timer? Yeah, okay. twelve minutes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So let's talk about the marketing aspect. Uh, did it take a little bit for it to pick up, or like I imagine that's a big marketing draw for this place, just creating that. Yes. Huge. 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 Yeah, people come. They come from four or five hundred miles away, mm-hmm. and they'd spend the night here because it's late, and just to eat that thing. Right. Oh yeah. And uh, oh, they are really. I'm. I'm. I'm amazed at the people. If you look at our map out there, people we've had. I don't think there's a country in the entire world that has not been here mm-hmm. represented by someone, all because of a show that's seen world around and and the homewrecker. People know about it, and even if they don't speak English, they'll come in and they'll and we know. <laughs> okay, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. Are you in the process of handing it over, or or what? Are you, what is your plans? Well, we want to be here. You know, we said the day it became a job, we closed the doors. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have our sons that are working here. And they're, you know, a husband and wife team like we are. And th- so they're full, fully, you know, devoted to the business. Well, she is this big around. Right. Yeah. And about she owns a little skinny thing. And, yeah. and our son, Vance, is a real tall guy. But anyway, so, yeah, we don't ever want to leave. We will always, even though we may not be day-to-day in the kitchen because we're getting older, during the summer, Sonny and I are in the ice cream and we're serving up ice cream. And a lot of people don't know who we are, which is great because we just serve up ice cream and they probably think that somebody feels sorry for these two old people, right. put them in ice cream, make a milkshake. Serve an ice cream the rest but, of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so fun because people come in and they share their experience with us and, and you know we talk about whatever. And then if they realize oh my gosh, we're talking to the owners. Then they call their family in and we take well, pictures. They're, they're talking to fun. us. You know, they're talking to us and just kind of like a, a little bit of here or there. And then talking about Guy, and et cetera. And then they look on the side of the, the wall and he's there, you know, this big. Sure. And he said, and we're on the picture too. And they'd look at us and... And then they're like... Right. You're yes. Sonny and Sherry. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, the whole demeanor just changes. Yeah. Everybody wants to meet the owners of any business. If you true, sit down, true. if you're if you're going to travel five hours to eat somewhere, yeah. which you'll never know until they tell you, sitting down and relaxing and, and then let them tell you where they're from. We come, oh, we'll come three hours to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Just for a hot dog. We've come here. Have you thought about Starting a chain, we we have gone down the franchise road, and it just is not successful for us. Simply because we don't have a team of those big corporate kind of people, and we just Sunny and I are still the old school where we shake your hand, you've got our word type people. And in today's world, you can't do that. This is a, a little different from any other restaurant. You know, you've got a you've got to love what we have here and outside, you have to follow the floor mat. You know, you can't just, yes. you know, go out on your own. It's not like a Cracker Barrel. You just throw it up and put the same decorations on the wall. You know, this has like real character that you can't recreate. You can't do it. You can't do it. And it's, uh, the weekends, you know, nobody wants to work weekends. And none of them. Her kids wouldn't and nobody else we hired yeah, choice, would yeah. want to work weekends. And, 
uh, to run our establishment. And so uh, we decided, well, forget it. And we said, let's go back to the original one and stay out here and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a good decision. And it and it is because like I was, um, when people come into the ice cream, and they're young and they're from here, and they're saying, "How did you? Why did you? How? What? Where? What? Tell us." And we say to them, you know, listen, if you have a passion, I don't care if it's shining shoes, and you are really passionate about it. People know, and especially you West Virginians, because I'm an outsider and I'm looking in. I'm telling you, you are the biggest true-hearted people that walk the planet. So if you are giving it everything you have, then you're going to be the best shoe shine person in the world because all of it, all your passion, all your love, everything is put into that. And that's what we did. Sonny and I, I'm crazy about this man. I was crazy about him the first time I saw him in California. I'm still crazy in love with him. We marry each other everywhere we go. We got a 20. We've, <laughs> we've renewed our vows 34 times because we knew that opening this business, it would take every single thing out of us to make it, make it what we want it to be. Mm-hmm. And the bumps and grinds along the way that you face in your marriage and you face in your business together. And very so, few bumps. So, yeah, right. very, very few. All but, they happen to us all. But but that's why we would renew our vows because we wanted to keep it back to this. Did you say 34 times? 34 times. Speaking of which, did you do that? Can't you do that here? Yeah. Me and my wife yeah. was looking and was like, honey, you can you can renew your vows here. Yes. We are both <laughs> we are both um, licensed in the state of West Virginia to do weddings and we do them. We just hit our hundredth this past season, so now we're like up at 106 or 110. We really want to do a, a thing called the gathering of the couples and have a huge tent and just invite all the couples back that we've married or renewed their vows and invite them back. Yeah, so I'm hoping we can do that in this in the spring. But before we leave, this is give them a card with that on the back so they. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, because you should. We're you want. Should. Oh, we're going to do it. I know we're we're coming back for a date, and maybe that'll be the date. We'll have you guys renew our vows. We'll record it and have a good time. So. Um, okay, uh, wrapping it up here. Uh, you know, me starting a business in uh, in a rural community. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said, you know, why are you doing this? And we talked about this, but you know, I just feel that it's like an entrepreneur's playground. You kind of have the ability to do whatever you want and not listen, you know, to the usual process of things. So, what would you guys say is the most important qualities that a rural entrepreneur must have to be successful? I'm going to go with the passion and you've got to be driven. You really have to love what you do. I mean, for 20 years, I was a bookkeeper. I did it. I didn't like it, but I did it. And I I couldn't wait till that ended because, you know, my kids had to go through school. I had to do, I was a single mom. So, but I think having the passion for anything, I don't care what it is. You live and breathe it, own it, know it, breathe it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Well, I think um, with me, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be doing it. You have to have, I think it takes a husband and wife and not boyfriend, girlfriend. It's, you know, that can end any, you know, quickly. Sure. <clears throat> I think the husband and wife gets in it. And they have a love, they have to love each other like we do. And we're together every dang day. Because it does have to be a marriage. Yeah. 
I mean, think yeah. about it. You know, if you get married, you're getting married because you really want to spend the rest of your life with that person. And so the same with your business. Wouldn't you want to be married to it? Yep. I, I relate to that so much because, you know, like you, if it wasn't for my wife trusting that I knew what I was talking about for a long time, I don't believe we'd have been able to ever make a profit doing what we're doing. But how do you guys make that work? Do you do you divide responsibilities? Like, do you say like, okay, Sherry, you're going to handle this part of the business. I'll handle this part of the business and then we'll kind of collaborate or how does that work? Our harmony together really just meshed. And I think from, I mean, we had a little, you know, don't get me wrong. We had a little scruple in the beginning because he has dealt with the public. He's done all that, which I didn't. So um, if if there was something and I wasn't I'm immediately vocal about, no, 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 I don't like that, or how we wrote tickets. And he looked at it and he said, oh, I get it now. I get what you're doing, what this ticket means. And I said, will it work for you? Yeah, it'll work for me. So that's how we did bouncing off each other's ideas. And that's the cool thing about being self-funded, too, is, you know, funders often complicate things. They do. They do. It's a lot funner not knowing exactly what's going to happen. I don't know. I get it like it's just a rush of being an entrepreneur and figuring out like, because we have we have three employees. We're just small company. But I, I enjoy not knowing exactly what's going to happen and figuring out how I can pay their salaries. I don't know. Call me crazy, but. I just think that drives me too to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sure. uh, hey, the same with ours. You know, yeah. we had one employee that came up to us one time and said, "I just really want to thank you guys for giving me this job because that car out there, that this job got me that car." And you could just see the pride in that young man's face. You know, that his first car. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, because you know we do. We go, okay, we have to have X amount of dollars. That paycheck's going to clear, and right. you know, you got to make sure that all that's good. And because at the beginning it was like, I want to make good hot dogs, and then all this other stuff starts piling on, and just all this amazing things that you're creating. You know, right. so much fun. But we like to sit back and just sit in the car, and we'll just watch people. Because we're trying now to see it through your eyes. Because obviously, through our eyes, we saw it as we were birthing it. And it's growing. And so you lose sight of what you have. And so when you see people pulling in and they're laughing. And so for the five minutes or 10 minutes or three hours that they spend here, they forgot about all the other stuff in their life and just are laughing. So reflection time, you would say, is important. Very much, very much. Because again, like renewing our vows, it keeps us grounded. And we just go, you know, we, we just we love what we do. And I think the best thing that we could possibly do is point to you. And when we do, you say ding, ding, ding. Okay, you ready? Ding, ding, ding. Sonny's a weenie man. He owns a weenie stand. He sells the best weenies around. We got the weenies. Sherry's my, my weenie wife. She adds the spices right. Hillbilly hot dog day or night. Yeehaw. And you ding, say, ding, ding. And you say ding, ding. <laughs> there we go. Did you guys write that? Yeah. That's fantastic. We got a better birthday song. You want to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. Now, what does JD stand for? Justin David. Okay. So Justin. Okay. So let's just pretend it's your birthday. Okay. Okay. That'll work. Okay. 
Come and listen, listen to, to our story of a birthday plan. Started here in Hillbilly Land. You're, You're another year older like the rest of us. So, so gall darn get down and party on our bus. Well, well Justin's the one we all came to see. So put your hands together and clap along with me. The best birthday wish we reckon it'll be. Cause you get to blow out the candles. And we all get to, <laughs> to sing, sing Happy, Happy Birthday! birthday. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. Thank I appreciate you. it. We appreciate you. Special thanks to Sonny and Sherry Knight for the wonderful conversation, the happy birthday wishes, and, of course, the hot dogs. Now, if you're wanting to try a homewrecker for yourself, you can find Hillbilly Hot Dogs just outside of Huntington, West Virginia, in LaSage on the Ohio River Road. I promise you will not be disappointed. And be sure to leave your name on the bus before you leave. Now, Appalachian Startup is a bi-weekly podcast, so be sure to check back, like us on Facebook, and show your support of the show by grabbing a sticker from our online store at AppalachianStartup.com. We are on Patreon, so you can support the show there, and that will allow us to continue to find more businesses in Appalachia to showcase. Stay tuned for more stories of underdogs on the rise. I'm J.D. Belcher.